And action. Welcome back to the Zero Lives podcast. Welcome to our Game of the Year episode for Woo! this year. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> so last year, if you listened to our Game of the Year episode, uh, that was a lot of fun to do, except we had it come out, I think, right after the Game of the Year awards. Yeah, it was like a week after maybe. Yeah, which we didn't plan on that, but it was kind of like ended up us being like, yeah, we agree with a lot of the stuff or we disagree with a lot of the stuff. So we wanted to get a jump on it this year, have it come out before then so that everybody can watch the actual Game Awards and be surprised and kind of excited for that There's while we... cloud our judgment. Yeah, we're not going to have our judgment clouded. No bias. Yeah. I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's definitely biased. Yeah. But these are kind of our takes on... The best games of the year in different categories. We have our own categories that we're kind of going to do. We're not going to do all of the game of the year. Uh, The award show categories, because that's a lot. Uh, So we have best sound design, art direction, best indie game, most played game, best narrative, biggest disappointment, the game we didn't expect to like as much as we did, our most anticipated game, an honorable mention, and the game of the year. I was going to say, that's a good title that you came up with. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just read it, the wrong yeah. thing. No, you're good. Um, you're going to have to remind me, whatever. Yeah. We have it labeled as something different. But So, I think we can get right into it. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, we picked our own games they are not necessarily if we do share a category with the official game of the year awards we picked our own games not necessarily just something from their nominated list although their nominated lists are very well picked of course it's the game of the year awards but so we'll kick this off with best sound design so what do you guys think maybe like what do you think will actually win best sound design do you have all the nominees? Because I'm not sure of all of them. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. All right. So <laughs> all right. Helpful. Helpful. Yeah. Same. All right. Well, never mind that then. Uh, what What do you guys think should win best sound design for the Zero Lives Game of the Year awards? I like the acronym. Um, I personally, I I picked God of War to win sound design because I feel like it's just. That world is so good, like with the music, with all the different sound effects for everything, all the voice acting, everything all together is fantastic. But I th- I think personally I like Elden Ring's music better. Like I, I could listen to that soundtrack and be like, this is really awesome. But I got a war overall, like the total package. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Brandon? I also chose God of War. Cool. Uh, I think the music is... You know, Elden Ring was all right, but <laughs> I love the uh, the God of War soundtrack and the voice acting was just so good, out of this world. Yeah, top notch for sure. And in a a weird twist, I chose Cult of the Lamb. Mm, uh, interesting. Yeah, I the forest, the dark wood, gets stuck in my head all the time. The song for that, I think it's really cool, and I like just the whole sound design. In the whole game, you know, like yeah. every sound effect sounded like it fit. Uh, the characters are all very cute. The music, I think, is very fitting for each of the 
like maps, I guess, like that you go to. I like all their like chants too and like different yeah. things that the characters do. That's a pretty good choice. Yeah, yeah. They did a really cool thing of making it sound like really happy and uh, at the same time very cultish. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. All right, sweet. So we have two for God of War Ragnarok and one for Cult of the Lamb for best sound design. Moving on to the best art direction. Uh, Brandon, do you want to start this one? Sure. I chose Call of the Lamb. Very cool. Because I just really love that art style. And I, I don't know, the art direction they took is just really cool. That's what like originally got me psyched for that game because yeah. it's just such a cool style. And, you know, it's just cool to mix like cute little animals with some dark, edgy yeah. <laughs> themes. That's it's definitely pretty great. Yeah, sweet. Uh I picked Horizon Forbidden West because I feel like that is probably the most realistic graphical I don't know yeah, example like, I've ever seen, I think. The character like depictions of in that game and like just all the machines and stuff, like yeah. the way they made everything look was really cool. And yeah. Environments are really good. Yeah, I think yeah. from like a technical standpoint, it's like the best looking game I've ever played. Yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah, I would agree. And the world is really bright and colorful, and the different environments feel different, which is, you know, really tough to make all these different color palettes work in a seamless open world. You yeah. know, going from one area to the next, there's like this nice gradual uh, change in environment. It's not just all of a sudden like snowy region cuts off to like a desert region kind of thing. Yeah. They did everything really well, and also it made a lot of people realize for the first time that women have slight facial hair what yeah <laughs> that was a big uh that was a big i don't know weird moment Something. that we had on twitter for a little bit with that so funny yeah the one of the pre-release photos of aloy came out and it was so detailed there was like peach fuzz on her face and a lot of people were like why she have a beard <laughs> so stupid so yeah, is that's pretty cool that the graphics can out people as never seeing having seen a woman before. So <laughs> I would go with Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I also chose Cult of the Lamb. Uh, like Brandon, I just the design of all the characters and like the satanic vibes and like just the way they did all the sprites and stuff and just the overall feel of the game is like a certain like there's a lot of the darker tones and like I don't know the look of it's really good and mm -hmm. they did a great job with it. But Horizon definitely. Technically, is just rock solid. Yeah, I, I will say I love the art direction, Cult of the Lime as well. Like Brandon said, it's the thing that drove me to be so excited for it in the first place. And uh, they, they really pulled it off with that art yeah. direction. So good on Cult of the Lamb. So for art direction, we have two Cult of the Lambs and one Horizon Forbidden West. Moving on over to Best Indie. Uh, I guess I'll start with this one. Hey, go for it's cool with you guys. Uh, I chose Vault of the Void, which Never is... Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Steam game. It is similar to Slay the Spire. <laughs> I can just hear it going... <laughs> uh, it's similar to Slay the Spire, Monster Train, uh, those types of games where it's a deck builder, except in this case, you kind of get to plan out your route through 
a floor like with Slay the Spire, you have to choose one path and then yeah. sometimes the paths uh, connect and you can kind of jump over to another path. With Vault of the Void, you get to, before you even pick one, kind of plan out where you're going to go and you can alter that as you go. Oh, that's really uh, cool. Which is, yeah, which is really nice. And it's kind of a more forgiving version of Slay the Spire, but at the same time, it offers some really cool challenges as well. Okay. So I had a lot of fun playing that and I... I didn't really even have it on my radar until I saw it in the Steam store, and it was a pleasant surprise. So I'm going with Vault of the Void for the best indie game. Very cool. What do you got, Brandon? I had Cult of the Lamb. Wow, we got a lot of Cult of the Lamb <laughs> stuff for this. But yeah. that makes sense for indie. Yeah. Uh, even with, you know, a kind of a rough launch, you know, a little couple bugs here and there. There was a few, for sure. Uh, I still enjoyed it. A whole lot. I had so much fun playing it, and I can't think of an indie game I had more fun playing this year. Not Stray? No. Wow. You know, I enjoyed Stray, but yeah. it's not my game of the year. Yeah, so you like uh, lamb, just lamb games better than cat games. Absolutely. Yeah. Bro, absolutely. Especially if they worship the devil. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's just the added bonus, yeah. I actually sided with Brandon on this as well and went with Cult of the Lamb. It's just I had so much fun doing it, and, like, all of us played it, like, when it came out. We just, like, played it constantly for, like, a week straight. Everybody was just really into it. I, it's really fun. It was a cool balancing between your worshiper, like, all your worshippers and, like, doing the dungeons. It was a good, uh, it was a great indie game. Yeah, definitely. And they pretty much patch every bug that there was issues in the first week of launch. They fix all that pretty quickly, and they've been adding content to it and stuff. So uh, good for them for keeping it going. Yeah. Actually, it, it's funny you mentioned that. The A lot of the issues that we had with it is because we played it so quickly. It was like right away, yeah. We played it on launch and then beat it before the first patch even came out. Yeah. You know, so if yeah. we had just been a little more patient, I think a lot of our concerns with it would have been alleviated by that patch. Uh, but that is good news to anybody who may have not played it yet. Uh, we highly recommend Cult of the Lamb. Obviously, it's one, uh, at yeah, least, th- yeah. you know, one of and us for each category so far. It was only, I think, $20 on launch, too, so I'm assuming yeah. it's probably still around that point. Yeah, definitely. If you it, Certainly, if you ever see it on sale, I highly, highly recommend that. Um, but full price, I totally recommend that as well. Yeah. But, you know. Black Friday deals are coming soon. Uh, as of recording this, by the time this comes out, I, we will have passed Black Friday. But a lot of the time, the uh, game sales kind of persist through the holiday season. Yeah. So if you see Cult of the Lamb, we definitely recommend it. On to the next, we have our most played game. So this will be probably unique to the three of us. And this is not an official Game of the Year award category. This is just kind of a unique one for the Zero Lives podcast. So, uh, Dewey, do you want to start with most? Sure. I played Elden Ring probably the most this last year. Um, Shit. What? Over Call of Duty? I think so. Well, I played Call of Duty a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I have to look at the actual time. But Elden Ring I did, it was like over 100 hours. I don't know how much Call of Duty I have. Yeah, but at this point, it's yeah. probably getting up there. Yeah, by the end of the year, oh, you and sure. I will definitely have Call of Duty. Yeah, definitely. But Elden but. Ring. Um, but I enjoyed playing that so much. I played that a ton. I like I went for everything. I was like, you know, scouring the map looking for every single collectible, trying to get, you know, everything in the game. So definitely yep. enjoyed playing that one a ton. 
Yeah, I agree with Dewey. That would be mine as well. Elden Ring, for sure. It's just a huge game. It's There's so much in there. Yeah. There's so much replayability to it you even when you beat it you just something about it makes you want to just start that new game plus and just go again uh it's there's by far more bosses than in any of the Soulsborne games prior and that open world really helps it and really brings everything together and i think i had a lot of fun uh exploring that whole world and I, we were talking about it just before this that Brandon and I didn't even fully beat the game yet. I did. You know, like we didn't actually fight that final boss. For me, it was a little bit intimidation and a little bit I didn't want it to end. I didn't know if I wanted to stop exploring while I had it all available to me yet. Uh, but that is just a good a sign of a good game in my book. Brandon. Elden Ring. <laughs> All right. Cool. I didn't even finish it, and I have more hours in that than anything else I played this year. So that you know goes to say how big the game is, and yeah. it was a very you know punishing but enjoyable experience. And yes, absolutely. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Regardless, it's one of those ones that is punishing, but it feels fair at the same time. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Moving on to the next category, we have Best Narrative. Okay. What do you got, Anthony? I have God of War Ragnarok. It is... I also have God of War I feel like we're all pretty... I think we're all all in agreement there. Yeah. It's just so well written. I mean, there's no way there's anything came out this year that had a better story. No. No way. It's not. Which is funny because... Tiny Tina's Wonderlands came out, and that is literally all about like a fantasy story. Yeah, that's kind of what D and D was bad. Yeah, like, the story was bad. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Really I, love I enjoyed it. the game. I had fun playing it, but the story was not good. Yeah, um, I agree. But Ragnarok is just—it's so well written. From the actual storylines are being well written, uh, or have been well written, all the way to the dialogue. That I, was the. I gotta. I gotta wonder. Best narrative is one of the. Uh, Game award ones, right? I yeah. think so, yeah. I'm wondering, are they counting the Last of Us remake? Yeah, it, it came out this year. They, it did. Yeah. That's would. what I'm saying, because if that if that counts... It's not fair. I wouldn't give it to a game that already came out. Though. Yeah, that's oh, not for fair. I agree, because it's not like they wrote a new story for it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think Last of Us, if you were going to put Last of Us versus God of War Ragnarok, like Last of Us might, might take it, but... I don't even think I say it. For I me, say, I don't think so. I, I agree, though. I, I, I think love, a lot of people like, would the, agree. The, like the mythology and like the yeah. the lore of it all, but I think Last of Us kind of tops it on like... Okay. I'm sure As a, a narrative, yeah. like, the, like the characters and like the emotion. I, and I don't think you're alone in that thought know. either, but... Yeah. I, I love God of War Ragnarok, but like... Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Last of Us Remake should win Best Narrative because it's not like... They wrote a new story. It's just they just remade, right? Yeah, like, it's already it for a newer console, right? Yeah. So, but I don't at the know. same time, The Witcher Three won like two or three years in a row. You know, like they came out with more content, and then that won a Game of the Year. Like that's yeah. Kind well, of wild, if it so. is up for it, then it's going to be a uh, interesting to see close, what they pick because yeah. that's that's a it's a close yeah. race right there for sure, but. As far as we're concerned, we're going with God of War Ragnarok. Absolutely. Because, board. Wow. So. Yeah. Next up, we have the biggest disappointment of the year. Brandon, you want to start? No, you start. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, start. Uh, yeah. Wait, no. Let me just say, I I couldn't I couldn't think what to put for this, and then we were talking before this, and I had an idea, but I didn't write it down, and I already forgot what that idea was. Amazing. All right, <laughs> disappointed him so much that he just forgot about the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, Saturday. That's fair. So my biggest disappointment was neon white. I was really excited for it. I I'm a big fan of anime. I like the animation style and the graphical or the art direction in that game. It was a cool idea to me that it would be like a platformer, uh, first-person shooter, one of those really, really fast-paced ones, but also like a card game and like not quite a deck-building game, but you have like cards that let you have abilities yeah. and you can use those abilities while you're playing. It was really cool and I, I played it a little bit and I didn't like it. I didn't think the... The thought between the thought with a card game mechanic and the how fast paced the actual game was worked together. I am not in the majority in saying okay. that. A lot of people love this game. I've heard so I, many good things. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm curious if you guys wanted to play it at some point, if you see it on sale or something, uh, what think you guys think. Is it what's on Switch? Uh, it's on PlayStation, I think. I, think I didn't yeah. think it was. I played it on Steam. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure, but... I remembered what my choice was. Okay, well, what's go your, ahead. What's your choice? Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. All right. Okay. Might Why? get some hate for it, but... That's all right. I just... I Going into it, I got actually pretty excited, and having been, like, bored of Pokemon, like, games, I was like, okay, this seems like something different. I'm going to have fun, and never even finished it. Got bored of it. Yeah. It whole world felt empty to me. Uh, I just don't think they did enough, added enough new to make it worth it. Yeah. And I don't think that, I think that's why I'm also not getting the new Pokemon games on top of, you know, a billion bugs that they're having. And I mean, I haven't played it, but like, I think I would put that as biggest disappointment too. <laughs> oh, Scarlet and Violet? I, oh, yeah. I am not playing it, but also maybe not because I wasn't really excited for it. Because You're expecting it to be great. True. I've heard a lot of people really enjoying it, though. Like, even though it's really buggy and the frame rate's horrible, like, a lot of people are like, this is really fun, though. Like, the I, game's really we'll good. We'll see. From what I've played of it, it is very fun. It's very good. I like what they're doing with it. They kind of mix uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes with Arceus, and you kind of have that whole open world available to you auto battling is nice like i said i'm not very far in we haven't officially done an episode on it so it's kind of as we go i haven't encountered too many bugs but within an hour of playing any bugs are too many bugs yeah so still uh not cool you know yeah. like that shouldn't be it should be up to a higher standard but you know regardless i, I totally get what you're saying about uh pokemon legends arceus though that it's, I like what they did with it, but I think it needed a little more. Do we? Um, I didn't really have one, but I th if, like thinking about it, I would say probably Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, only because I want I love that series so much, and I wanted like that to be really good, and I feel like they didn't go as much into the character being super different and their abilities being like super crazy as I like envisioned. And it was a good game. It was totally fine. But I just, like, I wanted it to be more crazy, and I didn't feel like it was that much different than another just regular Borderlands game for me. Yeah. You know I what? Agree. Tiny Tina's actually is one of my biggest disappointments, too, because I played I played a oh, quite a bit shit. of that. Let me tell you, it yeah. went for everything 
got down to like one trophy and the game, the trophy was just bugged because I did it with like a party and not by myself. And I just still could never get it. So, so I so put a lot of hours into getting that platinum and just yeah. never could get it because of one trophy. He, he got, I remember his quest being like 47 out of 48 or whatever it was. And just like, it's just not going. I got because I was pluses. in a party at the time. It was something stupid, which is absolutely ridiculous considering the game is meant to be played with friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trophies should be shared with, yep. with that game. I don't yep. understand. So that is a disappointment. Yes. Yeah, I was that. actually going to put that as mine. And then I remembered Neon White. So. Yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It's not I mean, a bad game. I had fun playing it. Yeah, it's really not the that end bad. When I yeah. got really mad because of that. Yeah, yeah. But I think we're all uh, a big fan of the Borderlands series, and it didn't quite. I needed live more up to yeah. the Borderlands series. I wouldn't call myself a big fan of the Borderlands. Oh, series. really? No, okay. I really like it. I'm not a big fan. I'm a fan. I'm kind yeah. of in the middle. So I played the first and second one quite a lot. So I'd say I'm, I'm in that category. Yeah, cool. What do we got next? Next up is the. Game that we didn't expect to like, but we actually really liked. Okay. Mine is The Quarry. I, boy, I expected to hate that. You know, playing Until Dawn, any, anybody who's listened to our Until Dawn episode knows I was not a fan of Until Dawn at all. But I think The Quarry made a lot of steps in the right direction, and it really kind of pulled me into that story. The co-op helped a ton. I had a really good time playing the co-op. And I think just the overall story was just better. And, you know, gameplay-wise, it was definitely better than Until Dawn. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a good evolution for the series. I yeah. expected to like the quarry, and I loved it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it cool. was a really good game. Uh, Dewey, what was your... Um, mine is a game that I didn't know about until it came out, and it was on Steam, I think, last year or the year before, but it, it got its PlayStation launch, PlayStation release this year in January. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, absolutely love that game. It was a free game for January, and I like played it a little bit just to try it, probably for like, oh, maybe we'll do an episode, see how it is, and I love that game, and I spent like probably over 100 hours playing that this year. Easy. Yeah. Like, that was super, super fun. I love Deep Rock Galactic, and it's a small indie game. I think the team is not super big. It's like Ghost Ship Games, I think, did it. Just super fun, grindy game, just kind of get on and mindless grinding. Love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, there, there was a big period of time this year where there weren't any, like, big games releasing. Yeah. And every day you were on. I would just go. That was, like, my in-between. Like, I don't have anything to do, so I'll just grind out these levels on this game. And me and my brother would just play it, like, a ton. Yeah. Brandon? I think I would go with Evil Dead the game. Cool. Because, I mean, going into that, I did not expect it to be good. Yeah. Just because... Uh, usually games based on movies suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I actually had a lot of fun playing that for a while with uh, everyone, you know, yeah. getting on, playing. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, it's, it's always fun. fun to play with Chris. I love it. Yeah. So Yeah, super fun game. Definitely. It's interesting that you say that games based on movies usually aren't very good. And you can say the reverse, too. Movies based on oh, games yeah. yep. aren't really very good, <laughs> yeah. I think typically. I, I don't know if it's like... Like you as the viewer or player, like trying to like expect something out of it and like not being able to go in like a fresh like slate, but it always just doesn't feel right. 
He was yeah. like, they did something wrong, or there was like, like gamer movie wise, but Evil Dead did not feel that way. It was very good. Yeah, no. I think it felt different enough from the movie franchise where it did its own type of thing while incorporating the universe of yeah. Evil Dead really, yeah, really well. A ton of Easter eggs if you're like oh, yeah. into the Evil Dead, but like you didn't need to like watch every movie to be like, what the heck's going on? Like you, right. you could just jump in and enjoy it. Yeah. It was a yeah. good time. Yeah. So. Maybe that's just something that that should be known, that the gaming industry and the movie industry don't really mix for whatever reason, which seems strange. Uncharted seems like that should have been the movie. Easy that movie, yeah. Easy movie, but, you know, it didn't really gain the traction that they wanted. Last of Us. The Last of Us coming I out pretty have soon. high hopes for. The Last of Us being a series, I think, Man, might help that. I mean, HBO usually kills it on series, right. and the casting seems pretty good so far, so... Yeah. I think that'll be good. That's pretty I soon, so. right? The uh, January, I think? Yeah. yeah. Wow, cool. I think so. That'll be cool. Yeah, sweet. Uh, what do we have next, Dewey? Uh, most anticipated. That's the only one I think I had next and then Game of the Year. Unless we're missing something. I think that's it. Damn, we're flying through it. We are going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most anticipated. What are you guys excited for in 2023? Go ahead. What do you got, Anthony? <laughs> I have, and this has been on my most anticipated list for like the last five years. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh, what? what? <laughs> Dude, no way. <laughs> Holy shit. I would have yeah, never guessed yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I put that on there in addition to uh, Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm mm. very excited for that. Do he's not? Nope. Yep, and that's fair. Uh, and also the Dead Space remake. I never played Dead Space the first that's- time around. Very excited to play that. I would say for me, that's it's especially helps because it's so close. Like Dead Space remake coming out very soon. I love that game. I just I don't know that series is fantastic. So I'm very excited to replay that. Um, also, we got like a Resident Evil Four remake. It's kind of weird to be like excited for remakes, but like it's games I haven't played in a super long time that I'm like excited to visit. And um, they're both games that I never played. Okay, actually, I never played Resident Evil Four in the first I, place. I so. like the resurgence of like the horror style games. Like, I don't. For some reason, this year we just got a ton of that yeah. sort of game. I'm real into it, so I'm stoked on those. That's um, great. If we ever get Sons of the Forest, that'd be cool. But yeah. I'm. It's looking. It's looking grim for that. Yeah, I think that was uh, your most anticipated last year, right, Brandon? Yep. Yeah. It never came out. We're, <laughs> we're still anticipating over here. Uh, yeah. We're still yeah. waiting. So. I did not pick Silk Song because I just can't hold your breath anymore. It's just like the the moment has passed, man. Like I'm gonna play the shit out of it when it comes yeah. out, but like I just stopped even like holding my breath. You know, I'm just yeah. yeah. I get it. When it comes out, I'm gonna love it, but I'm not gonna like you know sit on you know Twitter like oh where's when's where's Silk me. Song? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that would definitely be one of them. Uh, Sons of the Forest, obviously. Yep. Uh, Hellblade, Senua's Saga oh, yeah. coming. Yo, I forgot about that. Uh, Hellblade was, you know, in my top ten, one of the best games ever. Yeah. When is that slated to come out? Is there a date? I'm not or? sure, but it's also not coming to PlayStation, which is a bummer. So I got to figure out how the fuck <laughs> I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but I think I chose for my most anticipated, just because like I feel like it's like coming and like I don't have to worry about it. Like, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4 really. Dude. Cool. Because Resident Evil 4 was one of the best games ever made and uh, like the Resident Evil 2 remake was I think one of the best remakes 
that they've done with I mean they've been doing a lot of remakes but that Resident Evil 2 remake was so good. The series, like, the Resident Evil series has been doing the remakes, like, fantastically. Yeah, it's so like, good. Every fan is like, these are good. Like, they're true to itself and still, like, updated so like, it's fun. Yeah, it just makes it, like, modern and feel good. Because, mm-hmm. like, we all know, like, the old Resident Evil games were kind of... Did not feel good. Kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 4 wasn't terrible. Like, they, it no, was, that was updated, like, but there was some things they could definitely fix. Yeah, like, which they probably You don't have to stop and shoot, I assume, though. <laughs> that's stuff what, like that. Yeah, but. that's what made me never actually play that. I, I mean... I just played it too late, and I was like, why yeah, do I yeah. have to stop to I, shoot? I get that. It's such a fucking good game, though. And yeah. The remake looks so good, so I can't wait to play that. Yeah. Excellent. The penultimate category, we have an honorable mention category. So this is kind of a, at least in my eyes, a runner-up to Game of the Year. Basically, what I would have given Game of the Year to all year until last week, (laughs) basically. (laughs) So for my honorable mention, I have Elden Ring, and that should probably come as no surprise. It's looking like in the Game of the Year awards, it's going to be a battle between God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring. It is pretty much one of the two. And Stray. Stray. Stray's (laughs) up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be mine also. Elden Ring would be my runner-up, but I also... Like, want to give an honorable mention to Horizon Forbidden West because... I, I love the shit out of the Horizon games, but, yeah. like, it didn't stand a chance this year. I know. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing for Horizon as well. Like, I think God of War is probably my number two because I'm, like, the inverse to these guys. But mm-hmm. Horizon just, it's such a good game. It was so fun. And just, like, the unfortunate timing of that, it coming out the week before Elden Ring, just like they did with their first game Again. coming out right before Breath of the Wild. Just, just bad, bad choices. I don't yeah. know if it's, like... Unlucky, like I don't know. Yeah, what, what, bad luck, but bad. The game's fantastic. They're great like, games, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But I would say definitely not. Cool. I also, real quick, I I kind of forget about it, but Cuphead, the delicious oh, last yeah. course, yeah, that was oh. a great, that was a great DLC. I you know it's play, not a full yeah, game, but it was I very good. Cuphead was great. Yeah. Arcade Ageden, I really had fun that with. That was a really cool game. Yeah, that would, I came out of nowhere. Surprised uh, you didn't pick Cuphead for best art direction. <laughs> it's not big enough for me to do okay. that. Because that's it's the DLC? Only, yes, just because it's DLC. Because it's certainly as impressive as the first as the full yeah. game, but I felt like Horizon, just there, there's more to it. I yeah, think it's a better choice. And I, I'm just going to throw this out here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Roll with it. Yeah. Uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. Yeah. That came out two years ago, though. I did not. Oh, did this year? Yeah. Didn't know that. All right. I'm just gonna skip that. Game that was absolute good. trash, yeah. anyway. No, you suck at it, man. No, it was not fun. You're wrong. Well, before we are totally cut off. Yeah, the light. they're gonna they're turning off the lights as we speak, so we gotta hurry yeah. up. Game of the year. For me, is God of War Ragnarok. If you want to know why, we just did an hour-long episode. That is true. Last week, give that a listen. God of War takes it for me. I'm with you on that God of War Ragnarok, man. Best story of the year. Uh, you know, I cried, I laughed. I, uh, it's beautiful. The, you know, the world is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Kratos is just an absolute beast. <laughs> yeah. 
can't say enough good things about it. You got to play that game. Yep, definitely. That game is just superb. It's absolutely fantastic. But I am picking Elden Ring for game of the year. I just, I think that there's, it, there's just so much to it, and it's a super good game, and just the variability of like changing your classes, doing different things. It's a huge open world that you can do what you want to in, and I just feel like it was. It had like a bigger moment for gaming as a whole too, and that's like notable. It's worth mentioning of like how many people were into that for like a super long time too. Definitely. So yeah, but they're yeah. both insanely good games. Definitely, and I I just want to give another shout out to Dan for doing that episode with oh, yeah. us. That was, that was a really was good super time. Fun. Yeah. So if anybody still hasn't played God of War Ragnarok or the 2018 God of War, make sure you do that. Also. Give Elden Ring a shot. It does have that higher uh, learning curve to it, but it's still a wonderful game despite all of that. And be sure to check out any of the other games that we mentioned because they are the best of the best of 2022. Yeah. And in our eyes, at least. We probably did an episode on every one we mentioned or most of them. Yeah, I think so. I, not Vault of the Void, okay. but well, that was on close. Steam. And yeah. 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 No, that's pretty cool. So be sure to tune into the actual Game of the Year Awards to see how that all shakes out, see how close our thoughts kind of go along with the rest of the gaming it's community. Because Stray's going to be Game of the Year. Could be. We know. Can you <laughs> imagine if Stray gets I mean, it takes two took it last year. I so. kind of want Stray to win, actually. Just the underdog. It'd be so funny. You know, I, I'm all for like a small indie like studio winning and all, but... If it's deserved. It is not a better game than no, God no, 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 it's not. Elden it's Ring. Not. Like, you cannot say that. Oh. It's just... It's just... It's not. It's just not. But like, it's... But you're a cat. I mean, it's awesome. It's a cool world. It's really cool, but it is not a better game. I don't even yeah. say it was that cool. <laughs> it's actually not. It's, <laughs> the whole draw is that you are a cat. That's. They did a good job. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, they, they did, did a good, good job, job for sure. Well, straight I, two, but you're a dog. Straight, straight two, <laughs> dog. Stray dog. Straight dog edition. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah, be on the lookout for that in 2024. Stray two. Woof. Ball. How come, like, when you pause Stray, it didn't say pause and have, like, little paw friends? <laughs> Should have done that. Dude, they fumbled that hard. They oh, man. man. <laughs> you believe that? We got to work for that company. Yeah. Blue I point. So. Just get in there first day, be like, pause menu. <laughs> pause. Pause. You spelled you it wrong. They're like, what do you mean? We're like, pause. So, yeah. Otherwise, I think we're, I think we're done here. Yeah. The lights are literally turning yeah. off. <laughs> And I think that's our cue to say good night, gamers. Bye. Bye.